Hello everyone, how are we doing today and welcome back to the Damien Box Wrestling Podcast. I apologise that it's been probably way too long since I've uploaded a podcast, but Jesus Christ, has life came at me fast? Um, I'm lying here on my bed. I'm a little bit annoyed with wrestling recently. To be honest and honest with you, wrestling has been really sad, really... Um, it's really sad the past few weeks, obviously, the announcement that Ring of Honor will not be doing shows after April of next year, that'll be the next podcast that I do, I, I feel like I need a whole podcast to discuss my opinions on that, um, but today I'm going to talk to you about the releases that have happened, um, from WWE, so... Um, there's been a lot of big ones, and a lot of them annoy me, because a lot of them won't give a chance, and there's a lot of them just won't give a chance, and that's so annoying, because 90% of them are very, very talented wrestlers. Um, so let's just get started, so, for, oh actually no, wait. Wait, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of getting something. I am the cheese on your burger, your favourite wrestler's favourite podcast, the Irish Cannon, the physical embodiment of red tea biscuits, and fairly decent deadlifts, the most entertaining man in day, Mr. Iris Canavana, demo podcast, the 20 minute man, uh, the beast, demo crack. Ah, I feel it's good to say that again. Now, let's get stuck into it. So, number one, Keith Lee. You released fucking Keith Lee, uh, a former NXT double champion, a former NXT mainstay, and someone who is who looks like he's just about getting a push on Raw with new bear 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 cat hang. Oh my god! Why would you release Keith Lee? That does not make any sense to me. This really doesn't. It's annoying because Keith. You know, he had that fist bump of Roman, he knocked, he he nearly, he had that fight with Brock at the Rumble. You know, this is that video of Vince saying that he sees a lot of good things in him. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make, Keith Lee is world champion material. Keith Lee is Hall of Fame material. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense how you could release someone like that, who you know is honestly one of, if not the most talented wrestlers you have on your roster. Ah, oh, it just doesn't make any sense, man. They can make it make sense, Nick, you prick. Um, oh, it just doesn't make any sense, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like Keith will find. Amazing success. Anywhere he goes. Anywhere he goes. Anywhere Keith Lee goes. He immediately makes that company. Ten times more entertaining. He immediately makes that company. From. Having, maybe having a couple of stores. To having that one mega store. Because that's what Keith Lee is. A mega store. You know. And it's just. I you know, WWE didn't see that in for some reason. Talking about mega stores, uh, up next we don't have one. We have Eva Marie. 
yeah. So, so didn't really do much. Even Eva Marie had more tweets and appearances in the ring, to be fair. Um, but yeah. Um, I remember hearing that she was coming back, and I thought that Eva Marie was going to be World Women's Champion, but she never was. That's sad. I thought that, you know, she was going to be the next big thing in the Raw Women's Division. Unless it wasn't. So sad. But, <clears throat> yeah, more tweets and appearances in the race, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, that was probably just expected to happen. Um, uh, Next, Mia Yim. Again, it doesn't make any sense. Um, a mainstay of NXT. And then you have her come up to the main roster and join Retribution. Retribution was another hanging. Retribution could have been so cool. Retribution could have been so, so cool. But WWE fucked it up. And then Mia Yim just never got a chance on SmackDown. She never even made an appearance after the draft. I know it's only been like two or three weeks since the draft, but Jesus. And Mia Yim, if someone as talented as Mia Yim... If someone has, you know, charismatic as me again, and you just don't fucking use it. God, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Does not does not make any sense. You don't use someone like me again on your roster. God, that's so annoying. Me again, obviously a former Impact Knockouts champion. Yes. There's obviously won multiple, multiple titles around the world. So Mia Yim is experienced. No, Mia Yim could have brought that experience to maybe a lesser experienced roster on SmackDown. And it just, oh, it just doesn't make sense, man. This doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, just like Keith Lee, Mia Yim will, you know, find stardom in other companies. They do better well. Uh, up next, Ember Moon. That this one hurts me a lot more because Ember Moon was the first wrestler from NXT that I connected with, the first wrestler from NXT that I properly, um, you know, that I properly really invested myself in. Like, and it's just, oh, it just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Ember Moon, former NXT Women's Champion, looks like she had the world in her hands at one point in, on Monday Night Raw. Then obviously she got injured, and that never really surfaced. And then she went back to NXT, and she's maybe having a new, she's maybe about to debut a new heel character, she was just losing all the time, which was annoying. Because he was losing to wrestlers. He probably shouldn't be losing to. But, like... Oh, it's so annoying, man. Ember Moon, my favourite NXT wrestler. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Um, for her era of NXT, my favourite. I thought she was the queen of the women's division. And then Stina squashed her and I got really annoyed, so... Yeah, but then, like, oh, this makes no sense how they could release someone as talented and as experienced. Like, Ember's a veteran. Ember is a veteran. 
of the NXT Women's Division, and it just doesn't make sense. Uh, up next, Nia Jax. This one, a bit weird, because Nia Jax um, was always what she was just a WWE favourite. Um, I didn't actually expect her to be released. She apparently got released because of... Um, she refused to uh, get in, get COVID, Jack. The COVID, COVID. Um, so apparently refused to get the COVID, Jack, <coughs> which isn't great. Uh, so all I'm gonna, all I'm, all I'm gonna say, now Jack's football world something cool, whatever. Um, uh, what else? Former WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Yeah, I've seen a base there. Um. Great wrestler. But no, 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 no. Shit wrestler. Shit wrestler. I see that now. Shit wrestler. She's very unsafe, that. She's very, very unsafe. And I don't care if she stood up to Solar for that. Nia Jax was very unsafe. <clears throat> but yeah, good, up, good on, good on Nia for standing up to that uh, stuck-up Biatch Solar for there. Um... So if apparently being very hard to walk with, get on Naya for some time. Um, next up, someone I'm not going to speak that much on, Karrion Cross. Hmm. 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 Me and used to exchange DMs on Instagram, and uh, I was thought he was a pretty nice guy. Uh, talented from what I saw he also had that really cool one in Impact uh, where he's Austin Aries his bodyguard and then he wasn't Austin Aries his bodyguard and um, obviously him and Scarlett have both been released so that's weird Karrion was cursed though when he got to the main roster like that was never gonna walk out and that's annoying because he looked like he, had, he he was just such a badass on NXT and Scarlet beside him. It was money. It came with Scarlet with fucking money, man, in NXT. And they made, and they looked like absolute badasses. And then Carrion got to the main roster, was given a mask. Scarlet was never to be nowhere to be seen. Like absolutely nowhere to be seen. And he just kind of faded away. So like, that's annoying because, you know, Cross was decent in the ring. Uh, and Scarlet was, you know, obviously really cool because he had the whole, you know, so he'd sing, he'd kind of like sing on his theme song. And he would just come in for the smoke and look really badass, but apparently. Apparently not. Uh, next up, before people left, we have uh, Lucha House Party, Lince Dorado, and Gren Metalik. Um, two again, two very, very talented wrestlers. Um, apparently the main reason for them being released is because that. Thank you. Uh, probably the main reason for them being released is because um, that bitch Izzy. Uh, actually, that bitch is his parents. Um, 
I say see Izzy's nice, but I say I see a bit too. Um, do you remember Izzy? She used to like, go to all the NXT shows. I never found her cool. Oh, you know, I never found her fucking interesting. Like everybody was like, "Oh, look at Izzy! Oh, look at this! Oh, look at this!" Um, I thought she's a stuck-up bitch. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, but yeah, and then then and, and Izzy's parents. Oh, not that bad. Not that much more better. Uh, Izzy, I'm also I'm actually just gonna talk more about then say Grand, but yeah, um, Izzy and your parents go fuck yourselves. Um, so then say Dorado and Grand Metal League, two very, very, very talented wrestlers. Um, two very, very talented wrestlers. Um, two very. Two wrestlers that could go to the best luchadors WWE's had since Rey Mysterio. And also Rey Mysterio, so that we know what I mean. Um, like, two of the absolutely best wrestlers that WWE have had that have worn mask since Rey Mysterio. Then say Dorado is absolutely brilliant in the ring. And the same with Gwen Metalik. They are absolutely fucking brilliant um, yeah, fucking amazing. And um, it just doesn't make sense how you release them because of some bits on the internet. Some bits on the internet I can't even do a fucking spot correctly. Like, oh, it's just so annoying. There's always really annoying wrestling fans, and that family is one of them. So then say, Gran. Don't worry about bitches on the internet. Your career will skyrocket. And you're going to be absolutely amazing. Wherever you go, I won't be far to follow. Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't say so. Anyways, then say to Dorado, Grand Metal League, wherever you go, your talents will be adored. Um, Only Logan. Beth Music. Um, that's a weird one, isn't it? You know, only the can obviously was in the facts of Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland and Danny, 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 oh, Danny Butch. Um, and, you know, then Pete and Ridge kicked them out of the group. Um, and then did none, really. Biff and old Danny were just in catering after um old Pete and Reds kicked them out of here Reds went to the main roster and Pete well Pete's just Pete, he just does whatever he wants. Um and only just got released and that's annoying because Beth is such a talented wrestler. I mean like Beth is like honestly one of the most talented wrestlers, probably the most underrated wrestler in North America. In my opinion, he is absolutely brilliant. Um you know, and the guy is just so versatile and he brings so much to a roster that people don't understand. Um, it's just annoying. It's annoying because, like, he's so talented and WWE, for some reason, never gave him a break as a singles wrestler when he could have gotten a break as a singles wrestler. I'm um, talking about getting breaks as a singles wrestler. Frankie Monet, or as everybody probably knows it better, La Rera Loca, Taya Valkyrie. What the fuck, TBDB? What the fuck? 
You put out in a stupid fashion with Jesse Kamea and Robert Brand, Robert Brand, Robert Stone, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. And he just never gave her a chance. He had the NXT Women's Title match, which lasted three minutes. That's bullshit. You made a lose against Raquel Haydock, number one, Strowman's girlfriend, Gonzalez. And, like, uh, Frankie Monet should have been so much more. So much more. The fact that Frankie Monet was never given a proper storyline or was a champion in NXT is a fucking joke. And that annoys the fuck out of me. You know what I mean? Like, oh my lord. Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet was one, is one of the best damn wrestlers to ever come out of America. Any era. Any era. Most talented. Most versatile. Most... Amazing. Tyler Valkyrie, former knockout champion, former Triple A Arena Arena's champion, multiple time other titles. Tyler Valkyrie is absolutely amazing, and it just doesn't make any sense how you could have released someone who has had very, very little appearances. On NXT, and it's never actually had a proper storyline, or it's never actually held a title. That is a fucking joke. As someone as talented and someone as much of a veteran as Taya Valkyrie, and you just don't use her? That's a fucking joke, NXT. You never thought to answer for. And I'm talking about little appearances. Uh, Harry Smith is the one, last one I'm going to talk about, also the uh, Killer Elite Squad, you know. Uh, former IWGP Tag Team Champion, multiple times from WWE Tag Team Champion, um, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Probably the most pointless release ever. Didn't make an appearance, literally appeared at the Hall of Fame, and then did none. So, um, yeah, hi, I'd know. Go back to living off your dad's name, I guess. Good lad. So yeah, these are all those. Those those are my opinions on the WWE releases. Um, ninety percent of them are bullshit. Um, Best had never been released. Um, Tyavakis has never been released, and Beth had never been released. Like, all, all of them have never been released. None of these wrestlers had never been released. They're all very talented. They're all very. Um, they all bring their own thing to WWE, and WWE have a massive problem where they're just releasing everyone, and everyone's losing interest because their favourite wrestlers are being released, and nobody's commented and go to AEW, or if someone comments on your Instagram post, go to AEW, block them, they haven't soured in months. But, yeah, it's just annoying, you know what I mean? Um... I'm sure every wrestler that on this list will find a place or find a new home that they can go to where they'll be happy. I'm Damien Craig. This has been the Damien Box Wrestling Podcast. See you beautiful people there.